Hi, this is Mark Dolan, the Barbecue Pilgrim, and you're on the road with Dane at WGN. Seven twenty WGN on the road with Dane here, live high atop Chicagoland in the Skyline Studio, and on the line with us now. Excited to have a, he is a professor uh, teaching photojournalism at the Great Southern Illinois University. Go Salukis! Lots of alums in our listening audience. Explorer, adventurer, educator, and esteemed barbecue enthusiast, aficionado, and judge. The one and only barbecue pilgrim, Mark Dolan. Welcome to WGN. Thank you very much. It's my pleasure to be here. Oh, well, it's great to have you on. And I know we're going to be seeing you down at the Jack. We're going to talk a little bit about that as a unique and amazing barbecue experience. But to let the listeners know, this is something that you didn't necessarily come from from a specific culinary background. You were out there kind of capturing a lot of the sights and sounds on the on the photography side. And then at one point in life, you decided you wanted to kind of just go out and see the world. You know, like the, like the college kids want to backpack across Europe or something. Instead, you took some trips across America and specifically wanted to experience what we always think of here as kind of the quintessential American cuisine, American-style barbecue, whether it's the Texas or Kansas City or Memphis or even some of the great stuff we do here in Chicago. You got out, kind of uh, you left the trappings of uh, of organized society behind and hit the road. Yeah, well, that's true. I mean, it was, it was kind of odd the way it came about. I was, at the time, it was 2005, I was teaching at Syracuse University. And I had turned 50, and I had what I like to call my first midlife crisis, and I decided I needed a change. I quit my job, and I sold my house, and I decided I'm just going to take a year off and travel around the country and visit with family and friends that I haven't seen in too long. And so that was the first, what, that was first impetus of getting me on the road. And then before I actually hit the road, I decided, you know, if I'm going to do this, I need to have a project that I could do no matter where I went, anywhere in the country, I could do a project. And I knew I wanted it to be a project that would combine audio and still photography. And because I was really uh, taken with uh, that that combination, it's like ever since seeing Ken Civil War, it was like just like, to me, such a powerful storytelling combination. So I wasn't sure what it was going to be, but I knew I wanted to be had to, to use audio and still photography, and I wanted it to be a topic that the participants, that the people involved in it, that they were felt passionate about. And I considered a lot of different things, and I doing a lot of research. I wound up doing it on barbecue, and I just, I just got lucky because the, the barbecue community, I mean, is certainly very passionate about it. And there wasn't anybody else doing that at that point, uh, the way I was doing it, because I'm not going out there, you know, reviewing places, giving my opinions of them. I'm just storytelling. So I'm telling the stories with my images and their words. Oh, here's the thing. And you let the universe kind of come to you. Just open yourself up to the possibilities, the infinite possibilities. And so you're just, you know, you're out on the road and you're traveling. You have to stop at some point. We're all human for lunch. Was was that it? Like, how did how did the epiphany happen? Were you open to a bunch of different possibilities and, and maybe food was one of them? Or did you have a great lunch at a great barbecue place and say, this is it? No, well, actually, I did was, I, like I said, I wanted it to be something that I could do no matter where I went because I knew I was going to be going all over the country because I've lived all over the country and I had friends that were spread out. And I kind of named three topics. One was people who live on or make their living off of the water. 
Another one was to do something in the wine industry, vineyards and winemakers. And then barbecue was the third one. And, and as I said, as I was researching and looking at the numbers, the numbers of barbecue competitions that were growing, of barbecue competition cooks, of barbecue sales, of equipment, stuff, everything was just pointing to this explosion. And so that's what I decided to do. I was... Um, and, and I just let friends know, and that people would start telling me about these things. It's it's actually funny. What what happened? What happened was, first of all, when I mentioned it, what I was doing, the initial reaction from a lot of, "Are you crazy? You're 50 years old, and you're going to leave a good job at Syracuse to drive around the country and stories on barbecue." <laughs> and, but then the very next thing, almost everybody would say, "Is like, you know, there was this barbecue place once." Yeah. Like everybody had a story. It's something that I think it it just touches a lot of people. You know, it's you know barbecue is very much Americana. Uh, you know, so many people are tapped into it in one way or another. You know, it's one of those things. No one talks about. Hey, you know what? I had like this great. Uh, pancake somewhere you know maybe they'll talk about a great breakfast people have places they're excited about but barbecue is one of the very few that you can ask people and they are passionate about it and it runs very very deep right they'll tell you oh you got to go to this place and people want to recommend and people want to share and people want to tell stories and all that kind of stuff so as you travel around the country and you know barbecue can also be a, you know kind of a touchstone for kind of some polarizing conversations people are like oh this is the way you got to do it or that and we've got some disciplines around the country as you travel did did you find, Mark Dolan, that that through barbecue, people have more in common uh, just in the nature and under kind of that mantle of the B and the B and the Q? Or do you find that there are sort of different cliques and they'll never kind of come together with a meeting of the minds? Well, yeah, it's true. I mean, I think that it's there's certainly a, a deep commonality in how it is not where you're at and how you perceive it. It's it's very com- communal and, and familial. So it's, you know, it's something that brings families and communities together. And you would think, given that, relate to it on that level, or so many of us do, you would think that it'd be nothing but barbecue love amongst everybody. But you're <laughs> right. It's it's not the case. There are some people like, you know, some people believe that if you're not doing whole hog, you ain't doing barbecue. If you're if you're in the Carolinas, barbecue for it means pork. In Texas, barbecue means beef. And that's just kind of scratching the surface of it goes much deeper than that. But people have, feel very strongly about what is barbecue and what isn't. And I started out this project with the understanding, and I put it on my website, my homepage website, that I'm not looking to do what any one person thinks is barbecue or even what, you know, a uh, dictionary just defines barbecue. All I want to care about is the people who it's important about and what they call barbecue. So if somebody if somebody had like the Smith family barbecue and invited me to come out with a big important barbecue, we have it every year in this location and family members come from all over and I get there and it's just hot dogs and hamburgers. <laughs> but if they call it barbecue yeah. and they're passionate about it, 
then it's fair game for me. Yeah. The, the worst, I think the passion, right, is there. The personalities behind it. You mentioned, though, too, you know, there's a lot of food festivals out there. You, know, you got your Lobster Fest, and you've got all sorts of different festivals where people just kind of get together and enjoy the food. But you mentioned, you know, the, the competition side of it and the fact that people have different ideas of what's best, and they've developed a structure, right, to determine who is the best. And, uh, and you crown your champions throughout the country. We've got some great tournaments, some great competitions out there that uh, are, are considered to be world champions. One of the ones that I'll see you at as a fellow judge is is the Jack. And, and I consider it to be, and I'm not alone, basically, this is this is the common knowledge that it's the most prestigious barbecue competition invitation that brings not only the best of the best together, so you have to really be on your game, I think a top of your career kind of standpoint even to participate, but it also brings the world together too, right? Where you have a lot of other people competing in American-style barbecue. It brings them all together right there in Lynchburg. Right, right. There's a whole separate category for teams from other countries, and and that's something that's been nurtured by by the Jack and by the KCBS, Kansas City Barbecue Society, and it's growing in Europe. I mean, it's growing at a rapid pace, that American-style barbecue, which, you know, 10 years ago, or maybe 15 years ago, it wasn't as prominent, nearly as prominent as it is now. Yeah. Yeah, you were right on it. You had your hand on the pulse of things. You're looking back to 2005, 2006, and that was like in the infancy of a lot of things, even in a lot of things as far as, you know, whether it's celebrity chefs and Food Network and a lot of things that have become part of just Americana and our sort of lexicon of of understanding today. It didn't really exist in its present prominence and form as it does today. Barbecue is as big as it could ever be. Now, you know, I think with the Internet, too, is it's allowed a lot of people to share not only what it is they do, their personalities, their stories and recipe for you personally you have been all over the place, all over the country. You've seen it all on the competition side, certainly the backyard side, the family side, the passion side. What is it about the Jack that you feel makes it different and special? Well, you know, for one thing, it's 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 become a big family. The people who participate on a regular basis the judges and a lot of the teams and stuff and the volunteers, it's it's like a who's who. So you come back and it's like a homecoming every year. And as you mentioned, you know, it's like for somebody to get invited to participate, it is an invitational, but to, to get that invitation, you had to have won a major state championship just to be considered for it to be invited. Yeah, that doesn't mean you're going to get invited, but you have to have won one just to be in the running to get an invitation. And that's, that says a lot. And the people go there. I mean, it means a lot to the participants. Like, a lot of people feel like it's it's just an honor just to yeah. make it there. And, be invited. and that's true. But, you know, let's be realistic about it. For all of those people that do it, I mean, they, it's been to get to that point where you've been invited to the jack, you have to take your barbecue very seriously. And everybody that goes there is looking have a, a good day and a, make a good impression yeah. and you know it's a wonderful experience from my standpoint i just i've i've loved lynchburg since I, before i ever got into barbecue the way i have done and i've been there several times but now to be able to go back every year and go visit with lynchburg and visit with the jack daniels people and the, my fellow judges and the volunteers 
it's it's just a wonderful time. Yeah, the experiences, the personalities, the views, right, too, as a photographer who sees kind of the world through that lens, there are so many amazing ways to see and experience not only that setting in the hollow, but the personalities, the barbecue, the competition, so much drama. You're right, Mark, because, you know, just to get to it, and if you can get to it and place well or even potentially win it, it is the way you will be introduced probably in a professional setting for the rest of your life, right? So as a career for those people that take it as seriously as you mentioned, you know, this is it. It's the it's the ultimate when you get a chance to participate in and hopefully have a chance to win at the Jack. So I'm excited to see you. We're going to be excited to get down there and uh, we'll talk to you down there as well as as we judge uh, the best of the best. People want to see some of the things that you're doing, some of the, you know, the projects, catch up with you on the barbecue pilgrim side and all of those adventures. Where's the website people can go to? Well, my website is bbqpilgrim.com and there's many stories up there multimedia pieces that I've done i put together using just still photography and audio and they're up there but to be honest at this point I'm not really updating the website there's still some good stories up there but I've moved into a different phase of my project where I'm focusing on a book I want to do uh, complete a book that I've been working on uh, and just kind of focusing on all you know, these wonderful people and places that I've been to all over the country and just looking to share them and share their their stories in a different way. It's great stuff there, kind of documenting some of those earlier stories as far as the media side, the photography side of barbecue and writing more chapters as we go, including coming up with the Jack. And for that book coming up, we'll keep listeners up to speed with that and have links at WGNRadio.com. And Mark, we'll let you get back to it. Look forward to seeing you at the Jack. And thanks for jumping on the show today. All right. Well, thank you very much, Dane. I'm looking forward to connecting you over in, in, in the hollow.